Well, good morning, good morning, everyone, and Happy New Year to you. I am Danny. I'm one of the pastors on staff here at Marine Covenant Church. I serve as the Associate Pastor of Outreach and Missions, and it is a pleasure to be before you this morning, our first Sunday of the new year. It's an amazing um, gift for me to be able to come before you. Now, Pastor Jeff and I had the opportunity to tag team on a little micro series called How to End and Start a Year Well. And I know that God has given me a message that is perfect to give us a fresh start for this year. But before we get started, let's pray. Dear gracious God, I thank you so much for the blessing to be before your throne of grace. God, we thank you for another opportunity to be able to hear from you, to be able to learn from you, to feel your presence of love, God. So God, I pray that our hearts would be open, our minds would be transformed, and our lives as a result of everything that you have already done and everything that you will do will be that much better. So God, we honor you today. Father, use me as you see fit. And I give you praise. We give you glory. And together we all said, amen. Amen, amen. Well, if you would, please earmark these scriptures. I'm going to start with 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 13. John chapter 7, verse 38. Hebrews chapter 10 verse 23, and Ecclesiastes chapter 4, verse 12. We're going to walk through a few of these scriptures, and I'm going to focus on how to start a year well. So again, those scriptures are 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 13, John chapter 7, verse 38, Hebrews chapter 10, verse 23, and Ecclesiastes Chapter, tw chapter 4, verse 12. You know, when I think about starting a new year well, I think about traditions. You know, the things that we do at the top of a year to prepare us to fulfill everything that we have to do for the year to come. You know, we all know about, you know, at the top of a year, we do champagne toasts and ball drops and there are fireworks, but people all over the world have different traditions on how to start a year well. From eating certain things to standing or sleeping in specific rooms before the strike of midnight. Believe me, the beginning of a year, how you start a year typically is a sign of how you'll end the year. Now, as most of you know, I was raised in the South. And one of the traditions that my family and many other African-Americans, African-American families of Christian faith acknowledge is attending a church service called Wash Night Service. And it happens on New Year's Eve. And this dates back way, way back with our ancestors. You see, on December 31st, 1862, free blacks and black slaves came together in churches and private homes all across the nation to await the news of the Emancipation Proclamation that it had become a law on New Year's Day in 1863. And when the information arrived, 
There were prayers and shouts and joyful songs as people fell on their knees and thanked God. And since that Freedom's Eve service, many people in the Black community gather in churches annually on New Year's Eve to observe watch night, praising God for bringing us safely through another year. And this celebration takes us into a new year with praises and worship to our Father. You know, I've attended watch night services in my entire life, and I delight in the joy and I anticipate our congregation being able to pray out the old year and pray in the new year. You know, and during that service, the preacher always delivers a sermon that serves as a reminder of the God who is able to take us through anything. Now, because of this pandemic, this was the first time in my and my husband's life that we weren't able to attend a watch night service and to start our year that way. Well, I took that back. Except for that one time in college. Um, but other than that, <laughs> other than that, this was my first time not being at watch night service in church. Now we did watch online and we still ate our traditional uh, meal of peas and greens. But today I would like to offer you a New Year's sermon from God. One that I believe might mirror those delivered by pastors all over the country and especially those that might have been delivered by my ancestors. So the title of my sermon is Now These Three Remain. 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 13 says, Now these three remain. Faith, hope, and love. But the greatest of these is love. You know, it's hard to find words to describe this past year. And I mean words that wouldn't make a sailor gasp or make my grandmother come down from heaven and show me something. <laughs> so to keep my grandmother in heaven and keep her from coming down and giving me a holy handful, um, I want to paint you a picture, okay? Have you or someone you've known ever been robbed? Have you ever had anything taken from you, stolen? Have you ever had your car or home vandalized? See, when that happens, you feel exposed and vulnerable. You feel unsafe. See, I see 2020 like a thief in the night. 2020 came in, ramshacked our house, stole our belongings, destroyed memories, and left us to clean up what was left. And here we are in 2021, in the middle of what may feel like a cold and empty room with mess, dirt, brokenness all around us, bits and pieces of lost memories scattered everywhere. And just when you feel like all hope is lost, when you can't figure out where to start or what to do to get back on track, God whispers this, and these three remain. 
faith, hope, and love. You see, though they may not seem like much, the Bible tells us that faith, hope, and love have the power to heal, to deliver, and to set the captives free. See, if we want to start our year well, we must first start with faith. Yes, yeah, see, faith is what we must start with. John chapter 7, verse 38 says, Whoever believes in me, as scripture has said, rivers of living water will flow from within them. Okay, so my husband showed me a meme. It said, um, whoever prayed over 2020 and 2019 needs to have a seat <laughs> this year. As a matter of fact, they need to have several seats because we've decided we're going to go in a different direction for 2021. You know, it's crazy. At the start of 2020, we wrote out some goals of what we believe God for, and we attached faith to them. But as the year went on, one by one, those goals and those plans dropped off, taking a little faith with it. You know, our faith felt like felt less like a strong mountain and more like a leaf on a tree blowing in an autumn wind. Just one strong gust and whoosh, it would be gone. See, month by month, day by day, 2020 tested our faith's strength and its ability to hold on to God's unchanging hand. Now, it's appropriate to say that we have all at some point during 2020 felt like our faith was weak or fragile. See, holding on to faith has been even harder for some of you as you've had to watch the leaves of loved ones fall and wither away. You see, though 2020 left us in lots of wonder, as we start this new year, we have to choose whether we will have faith that doesn't waver and faith that makes us stronger. You see, feeling shaky and unstable can change day to day, hour to hour. But John 7:38 says, whoever believes in me, rivers of living water will run from within them. Therefore, if in 2021, if it is to look and feel different, we must start with faith. Start your year with faith in your heart. You see, hard times test our faith so that we can know our areas of weakness and then in turn allow God's strength to abound in our lives. See, if 2020 tested your faith and you're still standing, if you're still holding on to God, I'm here to tell you that you passed that test. <laughs> Friends, it's not easy to have faith when life is good. It's easy to have faith when life is good, when the blessings are flowing and everything is going exactly how you planned it. That's easy faith. But if you can keep your faith, when you can keep faith in your heart, during the storms of life, when you can't see a way out, 
when your back is literally against the wall and you feel like giving up, if you can keep faith during then, that's the kind of faith that carries you through a year like 2020 and propels you into a year like 2021. See, this year, you want to start a year well? Start it with faith in your heart and watch rivers of living water flow within you, no matter what does or does not happen. Have faith in Jesus. So the second thing, if you want to start your year well, you must also have hope. Have hope. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 23 says, let's hold firmly to the confession of our hope without wavering for he, he who promised is faithful. So uh, I see 2020 in a, in a match with our hopes and disappointments. You see 2020, our hopes and disappointments were in an aggressive game of tennis. The more hope we serve, 2020 served disappointment right back. Hopes like I hope my mom is safe going to work every day. I hope I don't get laid off. I hope these groceries last through the month. I hope granddad's test comes back negative. I hope they don't cancel in-person church. I hope that we can still be together. I hope that school doesn't close. I hope that after this, I can hope again. See, we have found ourselves hoping for so much this past year that the terrible effects of this repeated disappointment have left us with spiritual PTSD. <laughs> and rightfully so. I mean, if we're honest, we can admit that our hope hasn't so much been in God it's been in others, it's been in situations, it's been in our own abilities to control things. See, when we place our hope in those things, our hopes will disappoint us each and every time. But if we, as Hebrews chapter 10, verse 23 instructs us to do, hold firm to our confession of hope in Jesus, our hope it won't disappoint because the God who called us is faithful. Amen. See, the big picture here is our hope should never deplete throughout this new year because we know that God will always be there for us. You see, God never abandoned us in 2020. His plans for our lives were good then and they will remain good in 2021. No matter what this year looks like, we can have hope that never disappoints because we serve a God who is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. See, the truth is, even in the face of disappointment, we can hold firm to our confession of hope because He, God, who promised is faithful. Family, as you start this year, as you toss out unwanted things from 2020, be sure to hold firm to your hope in Christ Jesus. So 
as we gather the things we need to start a year well. We must be sure to have faith, have hope, and we must also have love. We must have love. First Corinthians chapter 13, 13. Now these three remain, faith, hope, and love, but the greatest of these is love. Okay, so I'm just going to say it. 2020 was not the year we expected to have. <laughs> not at all. And let me tell you, it all started off with this chicken sandwich battle between Popeyes and Chick-fil-A. It all started there. See, when people were fighting over chicken sandwiches, we should have known that this year was about to be a crazy one. <laughs> people the hate started to rise up in this year. You know, people's hearts were exposed this year. You know, the hate that came spewing out as a result of this year was appalling. From race riots to political wars, religious rebellions devastated our community, our country, our world. We were faced with the reality that sin is real and it is powerful. But more powerful than that was something else that came out of this year. And that was love. See, the power of God's love came in like a flood. See, I saw unity and power in numbers. We saw people willing to reach out their hands in love like never before, regardless of race, regardless of creed, religion, political affiliation, sexual orientation, economic status. People came together in the name of love. See how people express their love between culture and circumstances varied, but love came in and overtook every ounce of hate that was raised up. See, this is because the Bible says that love conquers a multitude of sin. See, the hate and ugliness, the disease and turmoil, it's all a result of sin entering the world. But we must have faith and hope and love. But greater than that, we must have love. See, the enemy wanted us to react negatively and unholy to the factors of this past year and turn away from God. See, when the lines were so long at the store and someone cut you off, he wanted you to respond in anger instead of forgiveness. When your internet crashed in the middle of a big presentation on Zoom, he wanted you to act out in, in anger and frustration instead of in self-control and patience. See, when someone disagreed with your opinion, the enemy wanted you to respond with hate instead of love. You see, once we can recognize that no matter what the enemy throws out, our response must always be love. He has no power. See, now don't get me wrong, though. It's not easy to love. It's not easy to express love all the time because we're human. We get tired. We do get frustrated. We do get angry. And many other emotions and expressions. Our sin and our flesh try to rule over our spirit on a daily basis. But the Holy Spirit that, with, that lives within us is greater than he who lives in the world. See, the essence of God is love. 
And because he loves us, we must love others in all circumstances. That doesn't mean that we won't stumble. It doesn't mean that we don't need forgiveness. It means that with God's love in our hearts, our actions will be directed towards good. Therefore, through the expression from God, we know that love is the greatest characteristics we can comprise. Love is everlasting. It's never ending. In 2021, allow love to be more than anything else that carries you through. Because the greatest thing is love. And if things get rocky, if the boat starts to shake and when your faith feels weak and hope feels hopeless and loving seems hard to do, remember this, we are stronger together. Ecclesiastes chapter four, verse 12 says, though one may be overpowered, two can defend themselves. A cord of three strands is not easily broken. You see, there's power in numbers. As Christians, we're called to encourage one another and lift each other up. See, we can't live a year like 2020 by ourselves. We have to do this together. When we face hardships and afflictions together, we tend to fight a little harder. We make it through a little bit more. And when we add God to the equation, oh, there's no problem too big that he can't handle. Okay, so I have a, uh, a group of women that we do Peloton together, right? And we serve as like our accountability partners. Peloton has this, has this phrase and they say, we go farther together. Family, we can go further together if we remember that God is with us. We can be strong in knowing that no matter what God, no matter what, God always has our backs. See, when we start this year as a family of believers full of faith, hope, and love, we will go far. We will be stronger together. When we invite God in, we can do the impossible. I believe that this year, together, we will go further if we just stay together. See, I'm not ashamed to admit that I have faith to believe that 2021, things must change. I've placed my hope on all things heavenly, and I have declared and decreed that God's glory and grace must and will be present this year. You know, even though 2020 was rough, as I processed this past year, I hesitate to think that nothing good came out of this year. If you look back over the year and think about where you are today, I can't help but to proclaim that the Lord is good and he is faithful. Church, God has been good to us. God's goodness was never dependent on the things he provides, but God is good simply because he is God. The reason watch night service was so important and vital to me starting a new year is because if I can declare that the Lord is good at the bottom of a valley, how much more easy will it be to proclaim him to be good at the top of a mountain? See, if we can still give God glory when everything says we shouldn't, 
How easy will it be to thank him when the abundance comes? Family, as we start 2021, let's together commit to allowing faith to remain, to allow hope to remain, to allow love to remain. And no matter what 2021 brings, let praises continually be in our mouths. Our souls will make us boast in the Lord. The humble will hear thereof and be glad. Let's magnify the Lord together and exalt his name. For the Lord is worthy and worthy to be praised. Happy New Year. And let's give God the praise. Amen.